Triple H FM Sports in association with Atlas Chartered Accountants. The Post, Hornsby RSL and ISC Sports welcomes you to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. And now here's your host, the Raging Bull, Anthony Caruso. Good evening and welcome to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, The Hornsby RSL and ISC Sport. Anthony LeBall Caruso back in the chair with you as we bring you another highlights package and this time it is the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket Grand Final. The top two teams entered into the into the Grand Final here. Sydney Tigers versus the Penrith Panthers playing out at Dremoyne Oval. And really, there wasn't a lot to talk about in terms of differences between the two teams. Sydney on their side came in with only the one loss all season. Of course, they've become an absolute force over the last couple of years with the return of Sammy Joe Johnson to the New South Wales setting. While Penrith, they have proven to be a very strong team throughout the course of the season. Coming into the final series, the semi-finals did manage to get played despite the rain that had been going around. And Sydney in their match against Bankstown... It was a fairly comfortable win for them, winning by seven wickets with four overs to spare. And they held Bankstown to eight for 162, courtesy of a brilliant performance, a bowling performance uh, all around. But in particular, Jody Hicks, who took four wickets for the 41 runs. And then Sydney's run chase was so easy. Jody Hicks backing up with 41 off 86 to get them going. And it, that was really all she wrote in that regards. For Penrith versus St. George Sutherland, it was a fairly comfortable win for the Panthers leading into the grand final. Penrith all out for 169 at the end of the 48th over with runs being shared across the top of the order. St. George Sutherland, well, they thought they were a chance but just kept losing wickets at, rel- at regular intervals, never really could get going. Once again, wickets being shared around for Penrith. And it was a really solid team performance by the Panthers leading into the grand final. We pick up play in the very start of the day. The sun was actually out at Dremoyne Oval. Penrith had won the toss and they had elected to bat first. It's Sarah Arnold to face the first ball from Maitland Brown. And your commentators are Kiwi McRinish and Georgia Lomas Fitterin. Right arm over the wicket. Runs in here with the first ball of the grand final. And it's pulled away into the onside. It probably won't reach the fence with the... The, the conditions of the ground here, they will pick up a couple. No chance of a third there, but a good start for Arnold and a couple of runs to start off with Georgia. We're going to see a lot of twos and threes today, that's for sure. Walking out on the field, it was quite damp. You could hear the squelching underfoot, that's for sure. So I, unless there's an up and over, um, you know, six, maybe just bouncing over the, just before the boundary rope, that's the only way we're going to see a boundary today. Here goes Brown again. This one a bit short and it's just, Cut away there to the fielder at point four, no run. We'll have the team lists at the completion of the first over. And talk about f- four seasons in one day. These <laughs> weather's unbelievable. When we turned up, it wasn't rainy. It rained for half an hour or so, and now it's beautiful blue skies. So uh, weather forecast, a little bit of a, a mixture today. Here goes Brown again, bowling to Arnold. And has pulled away. This one could reach the fence, but the fielder racing across to cut that off. And straight away there... Georgie, you notice the almost the hold like the old golf shots in, in the in the field, mm-hmm. which is probably going to happen a bit today unless you really get hold of it. Oh, it's it's really going to pull up today. You can see it came straight off the bat nicely as well, and just dug straight into the ground. The uh, the outfielder could basically just have a bit of a jog in, a brisk walk, got there, cut it off. Yeah. So uh, every run is it has to be earned here today. Nothing is going to come easily. So Elise Noble on strike now, right-handed batter. So after three balls here, three runs on the board. Sydney Tigers coming into this one as favourites. And Penrith, they're pretty confident batting first. They're going to back themselves. So here goes Brown. 
Bollington Noble again. Bowling quite short here, and it's cut away to the backward point fielder for no run. For no run. <laughs> I've already had a couple of Big Macs to start my day, and uh, oh. <laughs> gee whiz. Woo! A few waters coming up after that one. So, <laughs> so here goes Maitland Brown again. Bowling quite short here, and the, the pitch holding up a bit. Hasn't really pitched anything up. And the batter's here for Penrith. Taking advantage with a few early runs. Here we go again. And this one just eased into the onside there to that square leg position for a single. So Penrith just trying to play pretty safe early doors here, Georgia, in the, in the grand final and, and steady as she goes. Yeah, look, going out there, the pitch, it wasn't, it was, it was quite nice. There weren't any cracks noticeable in the middle of the pitch as it is a brand new pitch being created for today's game. The only noticeable cracks were actually in the, um, the crease stride of um, a left-arm bowler. Here goes Brown again to Arnold, and this one just blocked straight down the pitch. So after one over here, no wicket for four. Let's have a look at the Sydney Tigers team today. Uh, Giselle Plummer, Nell Bryson-Smith, Sammy Joe Johnson, Olivia Maxwell, Maitland Brown, who bowled that first over, Kira Churchland, Lily Dummett, Naomi McDonald, Samira Demiglio, Alex Timms, Jody Hick, and Mary Ann Henderson. The Penrith side today is Sam Arnold, who's opening the batter, batting, of course, Ananea Sharma, Kaylee Black, Emma Hughes, Beck Cady, Eloise Williams, uh, Elise Noble, Ahila Shandell, Beth Lane, Phoebe Litchfield, Elise Robertson, and Elisa Hunter. And a pretty steady start here. No wicket for four after the first. Are we surprised no Sammy Joe to open the bowling? So last one just blocked into the offside again. Here we go. This time Henderson. Oh, and she's played on. So an early wicket here for Henderson. And not really fully committed with those shots. And pretty plenty of fans here for the Sydney Tigers. And a little bit of yelling from the crowd already. It's good to see. So it's one for seven here in the second over. And eventually just playing onto the stumps there was Noble. Yeah, unfortunate way to lose a wicket. It's never fun to chop onto your stumps. Uh, I, for one, have never done that, knock on wood. Um, <laughs> but, look, it is, it is unfortunate. And uh, just didn't really look committed to any of, the, uh, any of those shots, as you were saying. Marianne Henderson does get a lot of swing and can be quite unpredictable, pitching it on that quite awkward length as well. Um, not overly fast, but, again, if, if your head's not in it, if you're not committed, well... You get out. That's right. So it will be Phoebe Litchfield coming to the wicket now. And she's um, a quite a good player, isn't she, Georgia? You'd probably know quite a bit oh, about she's her. She's all right, I guess. Not too bad. <laughs> she's in what, the, the Sixers team or the Thunder team? She's in the Thunder team. She's yep. in the New South Wales team. I mean, played, the, uh, played a couple of Australian matches here and there. She played the uh, Bushfire Bash game a couple of years ago um you know what, what can i say she's she's a good lass so it will be henderson again of course the left-handed batter is litchfield one for seven here in the second over and these early wickets i'd love to get litchfield here sydney tigers surrounding the batters with this field inside the ring <coughs> runs it now henderson and just leaves this one outside the off stump for her first delivery, straight through to the keeper. So again, Brown orders cut away to the fielder and drops. Sammy Joe drops it in gully. And that was Ooh. a... I reckon that probably should have been taken. What, oh, what are your thoughts? Easily. Should have been taken yep. easily. I think overthought it a little bit too much as it came to hand. Then again, I can't talk. I'm not out there. <laughs> <laughs> so after three overs here, it's one for 11 in this grand final. And bit of a chance put down there. Bit shorter, cut away through that offside. They'll pick up a single shot, throw at the stumps. Ooh. And if that hit, I reckon she was gone. Shane Evans, what do you reckon? It's pretty hard to tell from here, but yeah. But we could, we can see Phoebe Litchfield was putting in the big, the big strides there towards the end. Especially when you got Sammy Joe pinging the ball from 30 yards. Wouldn't have been much in it. So Brown again, a good boy, and it's over the fielder. This is going to be the first boundary first of boundary the day right here. here, or is it? As holds up. Oh. No, it's not. That's a perfect example of this outfield. How many have they run there? About five. Three. No, they've run three. But I tell you what, that would, that would have been a four any day of the week. They had enough pace. That, in that was ridiculous. Oh, that just slowed up unbelievably. But a pretty good shot there, beating the fielder and Sammy Joe Johnson. That isn't Sammy Joe. Or maybe no. not. She's wearing um, number 74. Who's number 63? 
Kira Churchland. Kira there Churchland. You go. So they did run three in the end there, so to close out the seventh over, one for 24. Oh, comes in again to Litchfield. This one's shorter Crunch. and nice pull strike. And it's rolling, 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 <laughs> oh. and it's going to stop. This this is this looks like our park cricket. They look for three. This is like my life. But uh, slow. It's just... <laughs> Ouch. Well, <laughs> Hold on, guys. I'll be back. Yeah. I'm just going to apply some ice to my burn. Oh, <laughs> Ouch. Already some fireworks coming off here in the Triple H uh, commentary box, but uh, <laughs> Shane Evans maybe Shane Evans might be in timeout after that one. But uh, well played by I, I, Litchfield. I'm I can run to the chemist it. for you. Oh, here we go. You run. <laughs> Johnson in again to Noble. This one's on the offside. This one's in and it's out. Second wicket here for the Tigers. Sammy Joe looks like she's rolled the fingers on that one to Noble. It's held up in the pitch and it's hit straight to the fielder at cover. That's two wickets down now. Both openers are out. Penrith, two for 46 here in the 12th over. Just in here watching all the three or four young Sydney players who are obviously not required in today's game running out the waters and that. This one young girl, she's come flying out with the cradle of eight or ten water bottles. Has already got to the other side of the pitch and the other three are literally just walking onto the field. It's like, hang on a minute. You're supposed to be out there all at the same time. And Enthusiasm. That's what Georgia wants to see out of her players. I'm sure she'll, uh, she, she'd like to see it at all clubs. So this, this player running the drinks, I've seen her run drinks before and amazing. Just, I, I need that in my life. Well, so are we, are we like... There's going to be some secret dealings under the clubhouse, like no. coming to universities no. next year, or no, 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 no. We don't, we don't do that. We sure. don't do that. We just welcome everybody with open arms. That's the men's team. Oh, <laughs> I'm copying burns for the men's team now. This no. is not fair. No, that, that was not directed at That's directed at the men's. The men's yeah, team. No, but but I'm, still especially when it comes to rugby, I'm still a representative of the Even though you've got your Triple H so shirt on today. And, and if you do want to see how snazzy we look, do go uh, onto our Facebook page. Thanks to our sponsors at IC Sport. Don't worry, it'll be plastered all over my social medias eventually too. So We're going to get some shots in the hoodies as well because they're, they're pretty awesome. They're, I, I wore it to... Um, to university, got a lot of comments as well. Oh, Good ones, I hope. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Mainly, where did you get that? Where could I get one? And I said, oh, mate, I will hook you up as soon as um, we, we're selling them. Oh, well. They said, uh, first uh, shot by the new batter off uh, the hip, played down to finally for a single. New batsman is uh, Hunter. 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 Elise as, Hunter. As, as per the score. Alyssa Hunter. Or just search for Halloumi Burgers in Des Moines. As, no, uh, no, no. Again, there's a big appeal and she's gone! Phoebe Litchfield looks shocked, but it's been given out by the umpire. It's gone down the leg side. You almost thought that it was going to be the big appeal to try and make sure they didn't call the wide. But Litchfield has to go. She's gone for 10, and this grand final's wide open now. Penrith, 3 for 50 here in the 14th over. And the drinks are already out in the middle. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Batsman hasn't even gotten to uh, to the boundary yet. Phoebe Litchfield wasn't even at the 30-yard circle. Oh, she and was taking her time, it? hoping it would be reversed. But, um, but unfortunately, yeah, just a bit of frustration more likely, and she's just, just ticking it down down leg side and unfortunately been given out by umpire Harvey so yeah looking looking forward to seeing the next batter coming in so it must looks have like been a very faint edge very faint well they're, they're normally ones like from our position we're obviously not in the best position to see but evidently yes but um usually for those sort of ones they go up down the leg side hopefully to at least bluff the umpire that it's hit something so they won't mm. call a wide but when you can actually get the result and get the finger going up, then uh, you're, you're certainly going to take that one. And a 3 for 50 now as uh, Beck Katie makes her way uh, to the wicket. The, this is uh, turning into keeper. an enthralling game. Ooh. As we come towards the end of the 15th now, and this one floated up. Nice little dinky shot there. A chance of a run out if she oh. hit. She was definitely gone well out of the ground there. That would have been... Uh, Katie gone for a duck. Probably wasn't really a run in there, but they took one anyway. Three for 51. And here goes Katie on strike. Of course, Beck Katie taking middle. So that key wicket of Litchfield earlier, and now Penrith have to 
Just try and consolidate again through these middle overs coming up. Church on this great economical spell of spin. And that's a half a chance, a difficult one, low to her left. But she's eventually created the chance here, but it's been put down by uh, Naomi McDonald dropping the catch there. And it's sort of a, a short gully position. Tricky one. Well, it's been a common occurrence throughout Sydney over the last month and a half. Just when you think you get a little bit of momentum going with cricket, the rain comes down and it comes down pretty hard. Thankfully, Drummond over. The ground is usually pretty responsive to, for getting rid of quick rainstorms. And we were able to get play back underway without too much time lost. Of course, the delay occurred after 19.2 overs. But we were able to resume play with the match reduced to 45 overs a side. We now resume play and it's going to be continuing through in the Penrith inning. Which game? Bet Katie, who's on one. Scoring at three and over so far. Left arm spin. Flights it up on a Yorker length and bounced. Uh, one bounce back to the bowler. The crowd has stayed here as the 10th plane flies overhead here. It's been a very interesting morning of cricket so far with uh, Sammy Joe Johnson, player of the match so far with her bowling. She's been outstanding again. It's going to be Bryson Smith. And oh, that's an edge. Second slip would have got that one. They're going to pick up a single as the fielder races down and retrieves that near the boundary. Scorth moves to three for 60 here in the 20th over. As this last one goes high, it's up. There's a fielder underneath it. Oh! Just out of the reach of the fielder down there on the boundary. It hung up in the air a long time. But unfortunately for the Tigers, the catch was unable to be taken. Katie comes back for two. She's now moved to five. Penra three for 70 after 23. As we all know I'm just staying that to stir Mr. Rizzuto. Oh, and it's out! That was the a fourth good catch. wicket field is, is taken here by the Sydney Tigers. Tried to play it around the corner. Gets a little bit of turn to Bryson Smith off this little bit of rain-affected pitch. It's just held up. It's taken the leading edge. Great catch in there at short mid-wicket. And it's a bit of danger now here for Penrith. They'll be looking for 150, but can they do it? They're now four for 78. Yeah, it's just played, got through a shot just a little bit early. It's caught the shoulder of the bat, just popped up there into short cover and nice diving catch by the young lady in jersey 19, I am led to believe. Kiwi, where are you hiding? Can I have your team list back at the moment so I can... No, Naomi McDonald is number 19 for the Tigers. But yeah, great diving catch there, fully extended. Doing almost the Sean Abbott Superman type dive to get that catch, but... Great catch has been taken, and we can see the new bat, the new batswoman, batswoman coming out to bats person, yeah, or bat batter, coming out to the crease in black. So and Kaylee Black, number fifteen, making her way out to. Uh, do we get another lefty? <laughs> we love lefties here on Triple H. So here goes Brown again, bowling to Katie. And this is cut away straight to the fielder and gone. Caught at point. Hit pretty hard, but a very safe pair of hands there by Samira Demiglio. Takes it to her right at point. And they're just chipping away with these wickets. Penrith just never really got going completely in the innings. And all of a sudden, it's five for 84. Georgia can have credit to, to that young lady, obviously, Samira <laughs> being in the uni setup when she was a, a wee nipper these these yeah, she's like, she she's like what, 10 or 11. Because she's like, she what was... now, 18, 19? Yeah, around Maybe there. 20? So, yeah, but... Not 20, but to around only, 18. But to only think three or four years ago, maybe five, that she was playing in the youth in the youth championships for Canterbury West alongside, alongside Nellie Bryson-Smith and a few of the other girls. But to see them now progressing into first-grade women's sides, all credit to them. They were real good players back then, and then now they're just converting that knowledge and experience from then to now being in sides that are now playing grand finals at the elite level. So, and here goes Maitland Brown speaking of her. This is a good length ball, but very oh, well gorgeous. played here by Lane. This good technique there. Blocking it down the pitch. Brown 6.1 overs, 1 for 18. Bryson Ooh, Smith has gone under the radar a bit as well. She's 6 overs, 1 for 13. So again, uh -oh. what's happened here, Shane? Maitland Brown has just been officially warned for 
running down the the danger the, strip, the protected zone in the middle of the pitch. She's now officially being given a warning by umpire McGregor at the moment. You get one warning. Ooh. You do it a second time. Right, roll. You'd a, be a, oh, she's out of the game. A, you're out. You can't bowl. And B, you'll also see the umpire cross the penalty arm runs, onto the oppo- onto the opposite shoulder and tap it, which means you're giving up five penalty runs as well. That's there you go. Good so, uh, Bit of drama here at Tremoyne Oval. And here goes Brown again. Bowling to lane. This one a lot quicker. She's really zipped that one through. And she's running straight down that side as well. So she's getting closer and closer each time she bowls. Mm. Where um, Bob McGregor is one of the most qualified and experienced umpires going around in men's or women's premier cricket Just all cricket around in Australia. General, yeah. I believe you're looking at somewhere in about the 600 game mark as an umpire. Sheesh. So that's a lot of games. Here goes Brown again to lane. This one a bit shorter. Nice Ooh. little shot here past backward point. They'll pick Take up one. Two. And they're going to come back for a second as she fires it into the keeper. But pretty comfortably home in there. And they'll pick up a couple. They need a bit more of this here. Penrith, they've got to get get the um, that score ticking along. But they're 5 for 90 now. That's a, that's a bit better decisive running there. They looked at the fielder and they saw whether Ace is left-handed or right-handed being... Being that she was right-handed thrower, she had to come around to the ball to then pick it up and throw it. We, if you've got a left-hand, right-hand, you want to be looking at what side they have to go to. If they can run straight with their dominant hand, then yeah, you err on the side of caution. But if they're not, you've got to, you can run around, take the opportunity. Mm. Brown again to Lane, who's looked quite solid out here so far, but this one straight to that fielder in at point there was uh, Kira Churchill, of course, who bowled very well. Nine overs, none for 22 for her today. And here in the 31st over, 5 for 90. Bryson Smith into, or continues in the attack. Nice little shot here by Black. A bit of a mix-up. Could be a run out of the bowler's end. And the umpire says yes. Never a run. And that's just tying them down the pressure. And eventually it will be uh, Beth Lane who has to go. She was pretty much a, a third of the way down the pitch. Tried to race back. Tripped over a little bit. Slipped over in these conditions. And an easy run out. So... Penrith here, when they get a chance, they're converting it pretty much every time. And Penrith now a 6 for 90. They've got to be careful with that. They're running out of wickets. I'm going to sit here and actually lay blame on her batting partner. Mm. What's the first thing you're taught when you play cricket if the ball goes behind you or behind square? Non-striker's the, call, The non-striker it? makes yeah. the call. Yep. Because they're running to the stumps that are closest to where the ball is. Because they're at the danger end. Yeah, so so Lane's danger. running towards danger end. She should have made the. She's made the call, but her partner has not listened to the backed call up, yeah. and backed up. So she should have known automatically. If the non-striker's got it, it's behind square. I can't see where it's going. Mm-hmm. If the non-striker says yes, let's have one. Let's take one. She should have been moving straight away. Nine percent of the time, you're not going to have it thrown to the far end of the of the field unless you've got someone with an absolute cannon for an arm. Or as uh, all of my batting partners know. Georgia calls. <laughs> yeah. So Eloise Williams comes to the wicket. She'll be at the non-strikers. Here goes Bryson Smith again. Black's going to go for it this time. One bounce to that fielder. And they kind of half went for the run again. That would have been chaos if there was another oh, that one. That would have been interesting. <laughs> Especially if he hit down, straight down Sammy Joe's throat. That's not really a good thing to be wanting to do. we one of the better sets of hands that I've seen in New South Wales Premier mm. Cricket Women's. So. so Black on strike again. And she just can't quite get a hold of this one. Straight to that fielder at mid-on again, of course. Sammy Joe Johnson in there, who's been a, a star today. In the 32nd over of play we are. Penrith 6 for 90. But uh, 3 for 99 here. 10 overs left in this innings. Uh, Penrith, you, you would think they'd probably need at least another 50 runs to have some sort of competitive total um, for Sydney to be able to chase. But when you've still got... Some of the overs here to bowl. Sammy Joe, two for nine or five, still got four overs to go. She's not going to be very easy to get away. And um, Bryson Smith to continue bowling her last over. Eight overs, one for 15. Nine over spells here with the reduction, but uh, the commentator's curse comes out Ooh. there. Down the leg side for a wide, but still. A boundary's coming. I can sense it. There is a boundary I did, I thought you coming. You need to say you weren't psychic. Now, now, is it, or is it, can you feel it in your waters? Or is I can it feel it in your oh. waters. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 
As well, she tries for it and oh. oh, dropped, dropped by Bryson Smith in her follow through. It was straight back to her, but it is hard that to was bring it off. Well, know, it's almost almost <laughs> taken out the taking out Nathan Harvey, the umpire. Shane, as well you in the might process. have been out there soon enough. Well, women's crickets on Sundays, Parks on Saturdays. It's, it's Boulder. It's gone straight through her. Williams tries to deposit it, maybe even up to us here in the Greg Davis stand, but uh, it's just another one that's crept along the ground, hasn't bounced as much as she would have thought, and it's gone through and Boulder. Seven wickets down now for 101, and a competitive total is now falling away for the Penrith side. Hey, they're in the triple digits. That is still, still it's okay for a very slow pitch. Rain delay, obviously rain delay messes with the mentality. You, uh, you go from focusing to then being relaxed to then having to come back and focus again. It is incredibly tough. But look, credit, credit, credit has to be given to the Tigers. They are certainly putting up one hell of a fight. That's for sure, as uh, Neil Bryson Smith is, is just shadow batting a little bit from uh, her bowling run-up. Well, you'd think after that drop, no one to blame but the bowler there. Yeah, and then exactly. getting the wicket the next over, the next delivery, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, you'd be relieved with that. But 7 for 101, Sharma now making her way to the crease. Well, we have a new bowler at the southern end. Jody Hicks coming on for her first delivery, and it's short, and it's up, and it's out. The experienced hand for the Tigers knows what to do in these situations. Buy a bowl a long hop, get hit straight to that cover there. I must say, that's exactly how I got my 50th wicket in first grade. Oh, there we go. The short long hop hit straight. But the, you've got to bowl to your field, and I'm commending Jody Hicks Preferably bowling to her field. One, straight down... Straight down the throat of uh, Cow Corner there. Didn't even Pen move. Penrith in a lot of trouble now. Eight for 101. But as you said, Measy and St. George said, didn't have to move an inch. It's almost like the ball had a magnet. And it's like, yep, you're coming straight to me no matter what. I'm not moving. I'm going to catch this. But but yeah. I, di I did indulge in some of the local delicacies as well. But mm -hmm. yeah, And the Liverpool shop. <laughs> oh, yes. Just a little bit. As I saw. It's all right. It's all right. I'll, I'll be... There's a there's a sports direct across the road from where yeah, I'm staying. You'll be, you'll be loading I'll be buying up, right? all the I'll be buying all the discount Liverpool stuff and burning it as this one's played off the outside oh. edge. And it's out! Yeah. Sammy Joe gets the outside edge of Hughes. And it's superbly taken by the keeper there. Mm. And it's, it's coming to an end here now. This Penrith innings, only one wicket left in hand. Nine for 105 here in the 38. That didn't look like the conventional court behind as well. It looked like Emma Hughes played through the shot, back went back, mm. and came off the, um, the bat as she was almost lowering it down after playing through the shot. She got through that shot very early as well. So um, very unfortunate, but... Unfortunately, these things do happen in cricket. We've seen Elise Perry use the wrong side of the bat to hit the ball. <laughs> we have seen underarm bowling many years ago and never speak it again. You've been not, uh, not, not with Kiwi Mick on the other side. <laughs> <line. laughs> I'm sitting between you two at the moment. I don't need him attacking. Kiwi's ears just pricked Me up. Then <laughs> he just his underarm. He just his underarm and he goes and say. But all That's I, his trigger uh, word, people. All I can say That's is for, if Mr. Russell is listening in, you may want to be getting some sort of highlights ready because there's a very good chance we could be uh, having a lunch break somewhere in the next three to four minutes if Sammy Joe gets her way. So who's buying me a lunch? Johnson comes in for her start of her eighth over. Big appeal. Down it's there. hit the pad Ooh. and the finger goes up. Penrith are put out of their misery. Kiwi Mick leg. can't get back in the commentary box, but uh, from our position, I think George has got something to say for that. But Penrith, all out for yep. 117. Check. Sammy Joe finished with four for 11. Don't sit on a cricket ball. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had something to say about the wicket. Oh, I thought it was down leg, but, you know, obviously I can't see that far, so I can't talk. <laughs> it's more the batter because she's frustrated because as she's walked past the other umpire, Bob McGregor, she's pointing to the bat and saying, I've got down and I've put, like, pushing the bat into the ground. And then balls hitting the face of the bat, so that's awkward. <laughs> we've all been there. Where if, I'm, where if Nathan Harvey's sat there and given him out LB, yeah, well, he did. Think the, about the bat's it. got nowhere. That must have got nowhere in the middle from the way that she's 
gestising about it. The best, so. best thing I've seen is the player actually speak up and tell the umpire that they were wrong. <laughs> that was third grade. That was interesting. Well, it's not third grade here. It is the Evidently. Uh, Premier Cricket Grand Final of first grade. And so there it is. Penrith all out for 114 in a reduced innings of 41.1 of their 45 overs. What started off as a fairly steady performance really did fall into the heap as the introduction of Sammy Joe Johnson really did rip the heart out of the middle order for Penrith. And she ended up with brilliant figures of 7.1 overs, one maiden, 4-4-11. And she really did just show the experience that has come not only from her time playing in the WBBL, but now taking on the captaincy role with the New South Wales Breakers and has really shown the strength that now sits within the Sydney Tigers lineup. For Penrith, well, it was very much a very disappointing batting chart. A few batters getting start, but no one really going on with it. Elsa Hunter, the only one who really threatened to get going, especially after Phoebe Litchfield was claimed very early on in her innings. Penrith, all out for 114 of 41.1 overs. When we come back, we will have the Sydney innings. Will they find their way to get a win? Will Penrith pull this out of the bag? Will we get a finish to the game? Will we get the minimum 15 overs needed to constitute a match, given the weather that was going on? You are listening to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, The Post, The Hornsby RSL and ISC Sports. We'll be right back. It's time for the crew to catch their breath. We'll be back after this short break. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Hornsby RSL Club, your perfect place to catch up with friends and family. With dining options ranging from modern Australian favourites in the courtyard, authentic Asian cuisine from Keku, or delicious wood-fired pizzas from Level 1, there is something for everyone to enjoy. Join us weekly for entertainment activities such as trivia, meat raffles, bingo and free live music, or grab some tickets to see one of our first-class entertainment acts in the showroom. Thinking of holding an event? Let our friendly events team guide you through every step to create the perfect event for any occasion. Visit our website at hornsbrsl.com.au for further details. Hornsby RSL Club, proud sponsors of Triple H. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable. ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Don Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Bowling is back in Hornsby. The Attic offers a 10-pin bowling experience like no other with Australia's first ever augmented reality scoring experience that will take your game to a whole new level. With a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, the Attic Entertainment Precinct is complete with a bar and lounge area to keep you entertained for hours. Specialising in kids' parties and celebrations, the Attic at Hornsby RSL Club is perfect for your next special event. Whether it be an afternoon out with the kids or a night out with friends, it will be an unforgettable occasion that will bowl you and your guests over. Visit our website, theattichornsby.com.au for more information. The Attic, proud sponsors of Triple H. 
Welcome back to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Welcome back to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountant, The Post, The Hornsby RSL and ISC Sports. Anthony LeBall Caruso back with you as we pick things up in the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket First Grade Grand Final between the Sydney Tigers and the Penrith Panthers. Sydney Tigers set a target of 115 for victory off 45 overs. But of course, with weather around, the requirement is that a minimum of 15 overs needs to be bowled to constitute a match. If not, they will be forced to come back for a replay in a week's time. We'll pick things up from the very start of the innings. The batsman, Hicks and Demelio, The opening bowler, Shandell for Penrith. And your commentary team, ready at the go, here for the Sydney Tigers run chase. And it's going to be interesting stuff here. You would probably favour the Sydney Tigers with that target of 115 off 45 overs. They pretty much need just under three and over from the outset. As we just get ready with the um, scorers updating the scoreboard. Looks like it's going to be Hicks to bowl as far as the scoreboard goes. So she will run in now to bowl the first over. Penrith need early wickets and it's left outside the off stump by the batter here, early doors, and um, that'll be a dot ball to start. So definitely Matt Mears, Penrith need early wickets, don't they? They certainly do, uh, Kiwi Mika. Any chase like this, um, they need to be able to uh, put pressure on. Uh, a couple of early wickets as well. Try and try and get a couple of their established batters out and make it really hard for the Tigers. Shandell runs on a bowls again. A shout for LBW here. And the umpire turns it down. I tell you, that would have been a great start for Penrith. There's a bit of movement here. Early doors by Shandell with with her bowling. So, yeah, it's an interesting pitch and an interesting outfield here. And Penrith look up for it straight away. They've got to start well or the game could be over. Well, left One arm of those o- ones. Yeah, well, certainly left arm over the wicket. Conditions for swing absolutely perfect, but it is still hard with a right-hander. And this one driven straight back to the bowler as the non-striker drops her bat there. So nice tight start here by Shandell. Just getting that little bit of movement going early on. I love these second innings of a final. It's when the intensity goes up another level. And she's racing and and bowling quite fast with these right arm um, swingers. In fact, left arm swingers. And this one played into the offside. That'll be no run straight to the fielder and close there. They're looking quite sharp, Penrith, in the field. Well, said they would have been uh, chatting in the uh, very, very short interval that almost caught us off guard with how short it was. Obviously wanted to get on with it and making sure that they're going to have a conclusion before any rain may come again. But there's not every day you're going to play a grand final, so you've got to be up for it. Shandell again with a a nice delivery outside the off stump. It looks like it's um, Plummer who's opening the batting here with Hicks and that one let through to the keeper so one ball left in the first yeah even even with the left arm bowlers as I said even though they're not used to it they can still take their time they don't have to play any rash shots they don't have to go big they can just take their time get used to uh, get used to it and get used to the pitch conditions Um, as I said with the likes of Sammy Joe yet to come they're gonna they're gonna have that explosion and oh, this is a half a shot for LBW again. And he's given it. The umpire has given it. Demiglio can't believe that one. She walks off. So Penrith have come out of the blocks hard here. A bit like the Sydney Tigers. And they've got an early dismissal. That was and actually one Hicks for two. who got out there, mate. You're, uh, okay, well, I'm just reading wrong. the scoreboard. The scoreboard whoever's doing the scoreboard up there needs to get better because I'm, I'm just going off that. <laughs> I only just realised by the bat stickers as well, facing Sabira oh. before. <laughs> Fair, thank you. Not, not helping you out today, Mick. Not at all. Is this McDonald coming to the wicket? Number 19 is Naomi McDonald. Yeah. Yes. Right. So they've left Hicks up on the scoreboard. So, yeah, they're, they're not looking out for you, Kiwi. Mick. They're not, not looking all. out for anyone in the crowd, are they? <laughs> 
So Hex- to be fair, most of the spectators do know the team, so we'll yeah, probably know who's batting. So it will be Blake to continue here, and McDonald comes to the wicket. Great start here. <laughs> so here goes McDonald on strike. Great start for Penrith at the end of the day, and this one, a beautiful ball there, just curving in slightly, and uh, playing the shot early there was McDonald and beaten outside the off stump. Of stuff here by Penrith early on, Naomi McDonald. Looks like they're going to save up Sammy Joe Johnson to bat maybe at number four or five today. Yeah, I'd say about that area. A lot of people thought she would open. And this one, another shout for IBW. Ooh. And the umpire says no. I reckon maybe just missing. I tell you what, stuff. we said just earlier missing. on, you don't know till both teams are batted on it. Yeah. And don't you don't you don't want to make too many predictions too early, right. as we said. So that Winvers, so one for two, two. two overs, one for two with this target of one fifteen. Got a lot of work to do if we're going to come back from this. That's right. So Sydney Tigers here just need to consolidate. And you've got to remember as well, Penrith have still got Emma Hughes to come, who's mm-hmm. probably their best bowler. One of, yeah, definitely. Well, considering we had the opportunity to see her in that T Twenty game. At Manly Oval against Manly, and she was their cheap destroyer. If I remember correctly, I think it was three for not many of her <laughs> four. I don't think it was yeah. like, I think it was three, like for three for pretty economical. I think it was like three for six or three for seven. Oy, wow. Yeah. yeah. It was, she didn't reach double digits with a <laughs> conceding run. So So is this Demigli on strike and they've still got it as Hicks? So no, lucky I've got you. This is, yeah, on strike now is Samira. Yeah, they've, they've taken yep. the wrong player And they've the got scoreboard. Hicks up on the scoreboard. So yep. Yep. that's when we, we need the experts like you that know these players. I only know because I've grown up around them, exactly. played for years, played against them, face-planted. What can I say? So this one <laughs> just driven down the ground again. Some nice tight bowling there by Falia Shandell. These two left-arm medium paces here causing some havoc in the humid conditions. Pretty grey skies overhead. This ball just moving around enough here to cause some problems for the LBW. So it's going to be Demiglio on strike. And this one just respectfully played down the pitch. Great bowling so far by Penrith. I, I, I don't know where the, the scoreboard operator's been at uh, lunchtime. But, they uh, had a few beers. They've been I a think, meter. I, I think, I think they, they, <laughs> they, they've heard you were going to crack, so oh. they've cracked on. Both bowlers are showing one for one. Exactly. Hicks is on strike, even though the, she was the one that was given out. Yeah, well, Hick, well, well you Jody, can't really do much, can you? Because <laughs> yeah, we're going off the faith of what job. would be up. Yeah. Well, Jodie Hicks was just over here, not even a few <laughs> seconds ago, near the practice nets, mm. having a conversation with her mum. So might be a little bit hard for well, her. I, to still I can be on tell the you, my cricket is up to date. Oh, oh, oh we right, we'll follow that. Oh, they've, someone's, oh, someone's heard finally. us. They still haven't fixed the bowlers, though. That, that, oh, they fixed it now. It's all good. So Demetrio on strike. And this one glided away to third man. So finally, they just calm things down a bit here. This They've also got a, a fielder down at deep square leg there. So interesting fielding position. It will be McDonald who edges this past first slip. They will pick up a single down to the fielder at third man there. And it moves through to one for four now. So the Sydney Tigers making hard work of this early doors. To be honest, I wouldn't say it's hard. They just know the fact that they've got to get 114, whatever it is, and they can go, okay, we have 50 overs. Mm. 45, 45 overs. Yeah, 45. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but they're chasing Close it. enough. The run rate's like 1.7. Exactly. It's like 1.7 or something. So 2.5 needed, yeah. You just... Look at you, Well, that scoreboard's correct. <laughs> oh, I, was oh reading the, I was reading the wrong line. So this one just driven nicely into the offside. She will beat the fielder, but... A bit of cover racing across there. So eventually they won't actually get a run. That was McDonald on strike there. But when you look when you look at it, you're sitting there. It'd be the same as, let's just use Matt, for example. He's playing for, <laughs> no, 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 this is good. Our, our no, but, first grader, but of it, course. It, Matt, Matt's the first, Matt's the captain for his hardboard side. You're chasing 100, you're chasing 120 odd for the grand final. If he's captain of the side, what do you do? You go out there and say, guys, if it takes you 35 of your 40 overs do it just yeah. come home with a w there's no rush it's not like you're out there and you're having to chase 300 320 from the start where you're going at eight or nine and over there's no pressure on it oh and this one's a bit of a french cut there eventually it's squirted out to the square leg position by naomi mcdonald she will pick up a single but even that looked a little bit streaky penrith here 
hot on the tail. They want some early wickets. They've got to get them. And then Sydney Tigers will start getting nervous. So score moves through to one for five now. Yeah, as I said, but for this, this Sydney side, we've seen them in the men's competition as well. They know in the big games what to do and how to manage it in order to to get the W. There's, there is no rush. If it's a 2020 game, they'll still know. We have this many balls to score, these many runs. So Demeglia on strike to Black, and she's edged this one. It was quite as uh, bad as I thought. Vinci goes there to backward point. Nothing but edge, best part of the brownie. Where Samira, <laughs> Samira has always been a good batter, even in the even in the younger days playing in the underage competitions, mm. always had the soft hand. So Demeglio here, and a bit of a half a shot. That's very optimistic. Very though. high. Too high. Very high. <laughs> got her got her in the um, Looks a bit awkward the there for the batter. Area. That's yeah, right. That was, that was a guy that'd be kind of painful. He's singing soprano. Ah. Didn't have to act it out. <laughs> so again, Black now to Demeglio. Oh, nice shot this oh. time. Flicks it off the pads. That might actually roll all the way to hey. the boundary for four. That's a classy shot. There was oh, hardly a boundary. <laughs> it did. Was there any fours in that first inning? No. It was not. Unbelievable. The close shot was the three that yeah. fell about an inch uh, short. around here. And it's one for nine, so any four you can get on this surface is going to be important, especially looks like a, a bit of a, a low scoring, a uh, bit of a dogfight of a game. It's going to be Demiglia on strike, and that was a very classy shot, that one. And she'll just lead this outside. There's some bit of movement away there again with the swing. I think um, it's more the fact that when you've seen the seen the ladies, when they're trying to lift the ball mm. out, the ball will semi-plug and then it'll fall short. Where If you're not trying, you it'll happen. Get, if you're <laughs> trying to roll it, you're trying to flick it and let it roll along the ground, it does move. Any Any lifting will plug it. And again, this one just left outside the off stump. So after four overs, Sydney Tigers one for nine, <clears throat> the target of one fifteen. And heading over to New Zealand for the last two of the regular round matches in the Women's Cricket World Cup. England taking on Bangladesh. England with with a win will qualify for the finals. A six for two hundred and thirty-four off their fifty overs. In reply after thirty-five overs. Bangladesh making hard work of it. They're four for 95. And in the later game, which started at midday, India, who need to win to make the finals, are taking on South Africa after 43 and a half overs. India, four for 237. South Africa have already qualified. So here goes Shandell now. McDonald just pushes this one into the onside for no run. As uh, looks like a little bit of rain starting to sprinkle back in as well. Just a little bit, and it's been really cautious <laughs> of a of a laptop which has some sensitive software on it. So, the paint so McDonald this time pushes it down the ground. They will pick up a single, bit of a shy there at the bowler's end, but never was going to be a chance for a run out that time. One for ten as the Sydney Tigers just get their runs ticking along now. And after all that sort of chaos and those LBW shouts, they've only got one wicket down. That's the most important thing in this game. Also heading over to Suncorp Stadium for the last of the regular games in the NRLW. Broncos need to win by 21 points to secure the minor premiership. With 20 minutes remaining, they lead Parramatta 22 points to four. So it looks like they've brought up the deep point to more of a, a point position for Demeglio here. And that one just played straight into that fielder who's in pretty close on the offside. A dot ball again. Also over at Patton Park, we can tell you that they actually have gone back on in the semi-final for first grade between Northern Districts and Manly. Northern Districts are currently three for 58. Shandell now to Meglio. Oh, was that a nick on that one? They're going to pick up a bye here. So here goes Shandell now to McDonald. Swings this one away. Good shot. Thunder. Bat with a bit more freedom here, the Sydney Tigers now. They will pick up a single down to that sort of... Backward square leg position on the fence. Just remember, they do have Sammy Joe Johnson to come, who's an explosive hitter, but they're probably saving her. Oregon should probably come in next, would you say? It'll depend how these two go. These two can get a score going. They'll probably push it down the line, but if they need it to go, then they'll hit the go button. And again, this one's edged through the slips. That was a bit lucky again. Probably fell short in the end, though, and they will pick up a sneaky couple of runs here. Ooh. 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 Playing with fire playing there. Playing with fire. 
and it moves through to one for 13 now. And of course, we are in the, the fifth over of play. In fact, that's the end of five overs, and it's one for 14. I know Sydney are trying to get the run rate up because obviously, if it does start raining, the game is called off. They do go based on run rate as well. Um, I know they're trying to pick it up, but you still want to be careful. You, yeah, <laughs> there is definitely. no use running yourselves out trying to get it up. You want to play smart cricket. You want to play the shots. You want to get the runs, but also not run your partner out in the process. Well, the, the DLS pars on the scoreboard, if we can believe the scoreboard. Oh, uh, man. Kiwi Mix off the scoreboard. Well, the, I'll be having nightmares about the scorecard <laughs> tonight. Kiwi Mix going to just keep looking at me for... <laughs> where is Duckworth oh. Lewis up there? Um, currently, it's showing as 15 for the end of this over. First couple of overs can always be a bit nervous on a run chase, but they've settled things down. And this is a good shot on the onside. That should be four, Save really. Will it hold up? No, it's gone all the way. So the Sydney Tigers showing them how it's done, hitting it hard enough to get to that boundary. Although, to be and fair, it's, it has uh, one dried out a bit. It has dried out a bit since, yep. since um, Penrith batted as well. The slow target, just building this nice little partnership. You have to remember that centre square is still rock hard underneath. Mm -hmm. So if you can hit anything and you bounce it onto that, it's mm. almost like concrete. It's going yeah, it, to skip on. Yeah. Here goes Blake again to McDonald, beaten outside the off stump. That one jagged away. Went fishing there. Off the pitch and um, still creating enough chances here, but interesting game. No hook, but it's only a problem. <laughs> <laughs> hook, line and sinker. <laughs> I don't fish. I don't know any of the terms. <laughs> and again here, McDonald just pushes this one into the offside. So McDonald on eight, Demiglio on seven. It's one for 19 here in the sixth over. Definitely these Penrith bowlers get through their overs fast, even the quicks, don't they? they? Oh, yeah. They don't muck around. I think everyone's wary of the rain here. They're just speeding the game up. Yep. Pretty much a 10-minute <laughs> lunch break. You have to remember, they're not like the men. They like to get their games done on yep. time. Things to do. And this one's going to be a single again. Hoikia into the onside. This is a director. Is this a chance? I think the gloves took the bails But off. the umpire is saying, no, you can't go upstairs. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's just made a sort single doing this by pushing the hands forward. Yeah. So if the keeper doesn't touch the, doesn't knock the bails first, I reckon he's given, I reckon Nathan's I reckon given her out. out yeah. yeah. But because he's on the signal of the hands mm. coming forward, you've dislodged him, which means then you have to rip the stump out for its account. <laughs> I have seen a game where that's happened and it is not the most elegant thing in the world because everyone generally puts like a big kind of face on it, like rips it out of the ground with the ball. It's hilarious. Or, or you sit there and watch the men and they'll sit there, get the ball and literally almost Smack like they're punching, yeah. they're punching it so it actually knocks out of the ground. I mean, yeah. I do that when I go for a stumping, like run out anyway, so. Yeah. So not, six not, overs gone here, one for 20. The Sydney Tigers, just remembering this target of 115, they're going to continue with Philia Shandell. And McDonald and Demigli have just settled the nerves in the in the Sydney Tigers camp. They're starting to play their shots all around the ground and just starting to really put the head down here in pursuit of this target. Runs it and bowls again. And that one a bit loose outside their oh. stomach. Got what it deserved. Will this one roll away as no. well? Definitely their timing's a bit better. Hughes on the boundary. They'll pick up a couple there with McDonald, and it's one for 22. So nice stuff here by the Sydney Tigers. Penrith have bowled well enough, but this is just good batting in these conditions. It's a tricky old old field today, old pitch. And it's actually cooled down quite a bit as well. Mm -hmm. So we haven't got the humidity that the Sydney Tigers did while, while bowling. But the silly thing is that we talk, we're talking about having two opening left-arm bowlers, and you've got Emma Hughes, who's obviously there their main bowler. You think you would have had one left arm from one end and Emma bowled her right arm fast medium from the other end. Oh, this one's been smashed into the onside, but that a good field Stop. placing out there at deep square leg. She retrieves it. Even that was hard and it slowed up as well, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that probably would have been four on a dry track, would you say? Oh, that, yeah. the North Sydney Oval, Even with four the fielder there, easily. yeah. But like, you can see when you're hitting your right arm, right-handed batter from the city end, the furthest away from us, You've only got two pitches to use if you wanted to try and skim it off the surface. Where mm. If you're batting from our end as a right-hander hitting towards the scoreboard, there's four decks there, so you've got more solid, compact surface underneath to be able to use. That sounded very scientific. I kind of zoned out. <laughs> so now it's uh, one for 23 here, and it will be 
McDonald on 12, Demiglia on strike on 7. Running is Shandow again. They need another wicket here. This one beautifully played into the offside for a single to that fielder at point, and they're starting to rotate the strike, pick up the singles, pick up the boundaries, and this is good stuff by the Sydney Tigers now. They're starting to get on top. A couple of balls, the wise man will be back. In fact, he's uh, got the headset on now. Keeping my ears he's, warm. <laughs> he's cooled he's down, put, hasn't he's it? He's put Facebook and Instagram away. He's ready to focus <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> so Shandell to McDonald, a beautiful defensive shot down the ground for no run. Oh, this one's gone big. Uh -oh. This one's gone high. And it's He's out. Good catch. Tries what to get under catch. it. Probably, probably went a little bit further with the breeze that they were considering, but the Penrith teammates get there for the group that hug. Was solid. They know how important that one is. Jersey and it's, 45. Uh, taking the catch. I think it's Elise Williams there taking the catch at mid on. It went really high, but that's the. Th that's another wicket down here for Sydney. They're two for 40, and uh, that's not what the doctor ordered for uh, the Sydney side in this small run chase. Definitely is, but from where we're sitting here in the Greg Davis stand, looking over towards the main part of Jamoin, Leichhardt, Inno West Sydney, we're now starting to see that darker band of clouds coming across here. So, okay, fair enough. We've got a Another batsman coming in, and it's not Sammy J. Johnson. It's a four-letter word, starting with S. And it's a big shout for LBW. Oh, coming out of nowhere. From the sideline. <laughs> Bad income. <laughs> I'm going to rev it up now. Get, it, get ready. KHIA changed it. So who's bowling now? Is this Elise Perry or? No, <laughs> <laughs> no this should still, be, should still be Sharma. at. Okay, sorry. At so it's Sharma. Churchland on strike. Looks like they're saving Sammy Joe Johnson for a little bit later as the rain just eases off a bit here. Two for 40 and the 14th over. Interesting match. Going round the wicket with the spin and that's a beauty. That's moved that's him off out. and she's oh, gone. Dang. Caught behind. What a great spin delivery. That was uh, a nice off break and Demiglio goes. We have a game on here. It's three for 41 with the rain hanging around and all of a sudden we're in for a a, a good rest of the match here, Georgia. That was a beautiful ball, just using that angle, coming quite wide, and getting that ripping spin to catch the edge. So we're in. It's, for it's all a happening game. here at Tremoyne Oval. Is we're in for a game, saying. that's for sure. Yeah. Well, that rain did come at the most inopportune time because no sooner had the wicket of Naomi McDonald fallen, that play was eventually called, and eventually play was abandoned. At around about eight past five this afternoon. The Sydney Tigers finished off the day with their score of three for 41 after 14 overs, which means no result came from this. They were one over short from the required minimum of 15 overs for Duckworth Lewis to be able to come into play. And indeed, it would have been on an absolute knife's edge from that point. Because had those two wickets not fallen for Sydney, it would have been the case that Sydney would have been in front and in front comfortably. Indeed, into that last over, if they had not lost a wicket and they managed to get through the 15 overs, as long as they were over 41 for the loss of just the three wickets, Sydney would have won the game on Duckworth Lewis. But had another wicket fallen, Penrith would have won the game on Duckworth Lewis. At that point, that's how tight the position had become. Even though Sammy Joe Johnson was out in the middle at that point, you felt that the game was on an absolute knife's edge and it was probably the only fair result at that stage was to have the match abandoned, which means they will be back this weekend to replay the match to find a winner for the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket First Grade Premiership. My thanks to our callers today, the Kiwi McRhinish, Georgia Lomas Futurin, Shane Evans, and the wise man, Matt Mears. And my thanks to our producer, Andrew Russell, for being on hand for calling this historic match. The second time that the New South Wales Women's Premier Cricket Final has been called, and both times right here on Triple H on 100.1 FM, streaming live on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, and all good podcast sites. This has been Splinters. I'm Anthony Caruso. Run hard or run home. Good night. 
Thank you for joining us for Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. You can also find us streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcasts.com and all good podcast and streaming sites. Thank <laughs> you.